Welcome, one and all, to Welcome. the Real Japan podcast. We're back here again. I'm Kenzo. And I am Ferg. And this is quickly turning into the coronavirus podcast. Yes, but, sir. But uh, we'll bring you some of the latest, uh, how people are dealing with it over here, I guess. Yep. I mean, it is the big global news story, isn't it? And we are a news podcast, so... Yeah, I, I guess it... Not much we can uh, do about that. Yeah, it, it fits, but... Uh, yeah, we don't have as much of the... Um, the, the wacky, zany news stories, unfortunately, mm, that's, as we usually that's do. That's true. I did try and get a couple of news stories this week that aren't directly related to the coronavirus, but... Um, yeah, I, I, I was able to dig up one, but it's, yeah. it's it's related, but it's not the main focus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how has your week been? Have you been taking special measures against the virus? Have you been anxiously... I party every day, man. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> <laughs> Not no, allowed. I've been staying home. I've been staying home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, well, I mean, there's a restaurant that I go to uh, somewhat frequently. I'm, I'm mm. good friends with the, the the manager there. Yeah. So, so I went there once. Yeah. Have you uh, spoken to the manager about the, um, like whether or not he's seen a decrease in customers because of the virus. Yeah, I mean, he, he said he's definitely sees less customers, uh, mm -hmm. for sure. But a, a lot of the people that go there are, like, regulars. Yeah. So yeah. he said that the, the, the regulars are, aren't, aren't really... Uh, are, I mean, are, are still coming in, you know, mm -hmm. but maybe not as much, you mm -hmm. know? So... Yeah, I mean it's, it's definitely affecting. He, he said he might. He said he might scale back uh, his hours. Yeah, yeah. Because he's usually open until uh, three a.m. Yeah, yeah. But he said, yeah, it's just, especially now, like mm. because, because there weren't that many customers to begin with between mm. like twelve and three. Mm. But especially now, he's just like, yeah, it's just not worth it anymore. So he's probably gonna mm. just close at twelve midnight. Um, yeah, in time for the the last train. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. For, uh, for the foreseeable future, he's probably going to do that. Yeah, I wonder if it's if the virus is hitting ramen shops and other kind of you know cheaper restaurants where often you'll be sitting at a count counter, sort of elbow to elbow with other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would think so, and, and especially yeah. I think uh, I mean a lot of those. Mm. Well, because you mentioned ramen. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, in in Japan, mm. uh, typically people will uh, when the, when they go out drinking, yeah, like they'll grab a bowl of ramen on the way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's kind of like a staple of Japanese drinking culture. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's probably hitting pretty hard just because people aren't going yeah. out drinking as much. Yeah. And even when they do go out, they probably don't want to go somewhere where you're going to be like elbow to elbow, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I would a lot imagine of the it's more, probably hitting them. Mm, mm. A lot of the more like family style restaurants are less crowded in that sense, aren't they? You know, like there's still be plenty yeah, of people yeah. there at some, depending on the chain and the branch, but 
you're not mm-hmm, pushed mm-hmm. up elbow to elbow with other people. Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah. The restaurants are typically more, and, and mm. well, the the restaurants themselves are larger too, so they can space mm. people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, probably not as bad. Yeah, I, when I lived in Tokyo, I lived near a um, near a branch of a chain restaurant, Gyoza no Osho. The mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. it's you know a well known, popular nationwide sort of gyoza chain restaurant yeah was and it man, uh, pot particular... stickers right the english pardon called pot stickers aren't they in english is it really well in the u.s i believe yeah oh i didn't know that what do you call them in the uk you mean like gyoza themselves yeah just gyoza i thought or chinese dumplings maybe i'm not oh, i didn't know they had a but but i i've never actually looked into the actual proper name of them yeah, I'm pretty sure in the U.S. it's... I mean, well, I always call them gyoza, obviously, but I, I think yeah. people call them pot stickers. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Mm, I think. But, um, yeah, that particular branch of that chain was always so... It was always super crowded, you know. There were, like, people queuing up, and inside it was, like, real... You know, because it was quite small, but quite popular. Right, um, yeah, yeah. Those, those places tend to be... Right, yeah. Uh, small yeah so it's yeah. really you know really crowded you always had to like push past people whenever you finish your meal and go into mm-hmm, pain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah well for me i'm pretty much in self-isolation anyway up here in the mountains you know that's, <laughs> that's yeah i think you're, you're pretty safe like, out there in the mountains hopefully you know, by yeah, the time it reaches yeah. me, it'll probably be like a kind of apocalyptic situation. Yeah, you'll, you'll be the last man standing. <laughs> yes, going yeah. out into the woods to hunt and things. Yeah, you gotta get your crossbow and... Yes, sir. Yeah. Alright, so I guess we'll get into some of the news items. Yes, sir. Um, and I'll, I'll start out. I found a pretty juicy oh. one. Yep. So a man, Mr. Okay. Koichi Nakayama. Okay. Is he a Japanese man? Uh, it sounds like it. <laughs> uh, and he's, uh, he's 49 years old. Okay. That's good. And Big birthday coming he up. Lives, yeah, he lives in uh, Aichi Prefecture, which is uh, okay. where Nagoya is. Yep, very it's nice. It's about, uh, I don't know what, two hours west mm. of Tokyo, I guess? Yeah. Central if you take, Japan, if you take the area. yeah, if you take the bullet train, yeah, it's right in the middle. Mm. And so on the twenty fifth of March, which is uh, I guess we're yep. recording this on the twenty sixth, so it's yesterday. Yep. Uh, right, right around noon, he uh, he went <laughs> to a a drugstore. Okay. Yeah, you know, like a like a pharmacy. Yep. And he screamed, "I have coronavirus." <laughs> Oh no. And and he and he coughed onto the uh the woman at the register. Oh no. And what? he was promptly arrested for disturbing the peace. That's good. Was and, the yeah. woman okay? <laughs> Did he actually have coronavirus? I it, you know it doesn't say. Mm-hmm. The article does not say. Yeah. It was Although I kind of doubt it. Yeah, is he like 
did you get the sense from reading the article was he like a kind of disturbed individual or well, I mean, he... it says he was uh he was a part-time worker somewhere i mean not yeah. not at that uh pharmacy but yeah so but, uh, I mean, so he had a job oh okay but it wasn't like a youtube or twitter prank or something was it or no was... no no it was just like yeah i mean well yeah. obviously he has issues but yeah yeah um I mean, but he was in steady employment, so yeah. If, uh, you know, take that for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah. Irresponsible, isn't it? Oh man, it's terrible. I love, yeah. I've I've read an. That's not the mm. first article I've read of someone doing that, though. Yeah, yeah. What's it was a few weeks ago now, but wasn't there a man who went into a bar and did like a similar kind of thing? Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think he later mm-hmm. actually died of coronavirus. Oh, so he really did have it. I think so. Yeah, as I say, this was a few weeks oh, ago. Wow, no so shit. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I I read another article. Of, I mean, it was a similar situation. Like some guy went into like a, I think the other one it was like it was a convenience store maybe. Yeah. And he said he had he, he had the virus and he, uh, mm. well, Siri, uh, yeah, but and, yeah, and uh, he he coughed all over the counter or something like that, and uh, yeah, was arrested for disturbing the peace. Yeah, this. Sorry, I just while you were talking there, I just looked up this story, which, as I said, I only half remembered because it was uh, a few weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. This was also a resident of Aichi. He was really? fifty-seven years old. And he tested positive at the beginning of March, but then later mm-hmm. went, went to a hostess bar. Um, oh, yeah, people, yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, I think I remember And told people that. he wanted to spread the virus. And then he, you mm-hmm. know, he uh, ended up dying. And unfortunately, an employee of that bar also tested positive. Oh, hopefully, no. Hopefully she's okay. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of yeah, it seems like yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say like I can't remember what it was, but there mm. was like whenever something like this comes up, like mm. um, uh, maybe that maybe there's a year where there's a particularly bad strain of the flu. Yeah. That there, there are always these like weirdos that that do this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's strange, isn't it? And I don't, don't know, know whether this happens in, like, the mm. U.S. or the U.K. or... Yeah, yeah. Because it probably does, but it just doesn't get reported on. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I would yeah. think, but... Yeah. It always seems to be, like, a news item in, in Japan. Yeah, like People yeah. doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally irresponsible behavior, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just while we're on the subject of coronavirus... Like I said, I have been looking at other stories besides coronavirus, but we might as well talk mm. about some of the big... Because there have been a couple of big developments in the past week, haven't they? Hasn't there? Most notably, yeah. mm-hmm. as we said, a real Japan prediction, the Olympics have been delayed, haven't they? Yep, they have been delayed for a year, I guess. Yep, yep. But they're, uh, they're keeping the name though, right? Oh, are they keeping the name 2020? I, I, I think so, yeah. I think I read that somewhere yesterday. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I read uh, this article that said some scholar of ancient Greece 
Shishin Fujimura counted the years from the first Olympics in ancient Greece and said that okay. actually 2021 is a more appropriate year for the 700th Olympics anyway because um, although you think you know the year 2020 is like divisible by four so it should be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the original Olympics started in a year that was divisible by four so it should be right you'd think 2020 would be the correct year but but there was no year zero AC or like you know uh, okay okay yeah alright I get it yeah is it AC or AD what do we say A- for AD year? yeah so it, he said that actually because it started from year one mm-hmm, according to mm-hmm. the scholar the year 2021 is better anyway for the Olympics hmm Okay, also, okay, that makes sense. According to this scholar, it will be the 700th Olympics. Um, or I'm not, or I guess maybe based on one every four years, it will be like the 700th time it should be held or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And seven is the sacred number of the Greek god Apollo. So he says it's pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Does that make you hyped up for Tokyo 2021? No. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like, I, like, I was hyped yeah. up because it yeah. was going to be over. Yeah. Dude. Dude. But, but, now, but now I got to, like, sit through another year of, like, bullshit countdowns. And it's like, oh, 100 days to go. All aboard the hype train. It will be the coronavirus defeated 2021 party. Oh, God. You know, one thing that I thought was interesting from reading these articles. So um, I think the person that uh, announced it or, well, certainly like an IOC member who discussed it was this Thomas Back guy. Mm -hmm. And he said that they considered cancellation. But in all the press reports up to that point, before it had been announced, they said like cancellation was never an option. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Which was quite interesting, I thought. Well, I'm sure there was a uh, yeah quite a bit of pressure. Yeah, yeah. From the the uh, vested interests to uh, not cancel it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I uh, mean that would have been a disaster if they canceled it. Like I, yeah. I would have been all for it, but uh, dude, that's, that's just me. It's the global festival of sport. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Um, do you think that we're going to see a change in the government attitude now that the Olymp- now that we know the Olympics is going to be delayed? Because for listeners outside of Japan who maybe haven't been following the situation closely here, there's been speculation, hasn't there, that Japan is um, deliberately underreporting, or that the government is sort of under-testing in order to lower the number of reported mm-hmm. cases of coronavirus. I don't, as I say, I don't know whether or not it's there's any truth to those theories and speculation but certainly it does seem that there is a low number of people being tested here and it's spreading slower according to the numbers than in other countries but what do you think do you yeah there's going to be any change in that do you think we're going to see a sudden increase in yeah in i don't, I don't know you, in Japan? you 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 bring up an interesting point because mm. 
So, so the announcement came what, like what, two days ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think it right. was on Monday, right? On and Monday, right? And then we're, we're recording, recording this, this on uh, on Wednesday, yeah, or, or Thursday rather. It's Thursday. Right? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, yes. Mm. Yeah, and um, yeah, that, that's I don't know. I think it's time for everyone to put on their tinfoil hats, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like right after the announcement. Mm. That it was going to be delayed. Now all of a sudden we're seeing this spike in, yeah, in cases and deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean the timing seems a bit, yeah, suspect. Like, yeah, I will say that. And almost immediately after uh, this announcement that the Olympics was going to be delayed, we saw like the mayor of Tokyo, Yuriko Koike, um, she uh, started talking about this. Have you heard this no mitsu? Like mitsu is kind of kind of a pun in Japanese referring to three, but also to mm-hmm. like mitsu as part of these three words. Mipe kukan, which is like closed spaces. Closed spaces, yeah. Mishu, as in like lots of people uh, gathering. Right. Crowded, and, like high high density of people, yeah. Exactly. And mishu suru, I think it was in like Mishu Surukaiwa or something like that, she said it, but it means, like, being too close to each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and she also started talking about, you know, working from home as much as possible, avoiding going out and avoiding non... avoiding going out when it's not urgent. Um, right, not, also, non-essential movement, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And she did yeah. also talk about the potential need in the future if it gets worse for lockdown of, of Tokyo you know she did actually right, use the right, term right. lockdown in Japanese which like lockdown which I thought was surprising because I didn't know that was yeah one thing and this is just a side note I've noticed about her yeah, yeah. is she likes to use like yeah these like weird borrowed words <laughs> like <laughs> English words yeah yeah and then, uh, you know, people like us, uh, you yeah. know, that know or uh, I'd like to think we're pretty good with English. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, we know what she's talking about, right? Yeah. But then yeah. it's funny because you'll watch like a news conference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, with her. And, and then she'll use are... these. Yeah. Then the reporters have to explain like what it means. Yeah. 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 Because most members of the public, you know, their English isn't that great. Yeah. So, but it always, it always makes me think, like, well, why didn't you just say it in Japanese in the first place and then yeah. save everybody the trouble? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, She's a bit of a I guess it, figure, isn't she? Yeah, I guess it makes, I've noticed, like, politicians in general, like, mm. they kind of tend to do that. And I, mm. and I think it's a way of, um, you know, A, trying to sound smart, mm. but, uh, but B, try, trying to, like, say it with, say something. Mm but not really say it in, mm. a, in a clear way so it kind of muddies it up a bit and yeah. makes it makes it easier to say something. Yeah, yeah, certainly, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's just a, an aside. Um, yeah. But, but so, yeah, so this weekend, uh, yeah. yeah, all non-essential travel mm. is um, essentially you're strongly encouraged not to go out. Yep, yep. Although there is no penalty if you do go out, so yeah, I don't I don't really know how effective that's going to be. Yeah, and 
they said working from home as much as possible, right? <laughs> Which it's not really clear. Yeah, they, yeah like what, is, what does that even mean, you know? It's yeah. Like... And presumably people won't be deciding that themselves. That will be the companies, their employers, in most cases, who will be deciding mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really... Like, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see like how many people actually decide to stay home this weekend. Yeah, certainly, yeah. Especially because it's the cherry blossom season, which is, you know, quite mm-hmm, short. Mm-hmm. It only lasts a couple of weeks, really. Just, yeah, and, you know, granted, yeah. I'm sure some people will stay home because mm, you're mm. strongly encouraged to stay home. But I just yeah. wonder how much of an impact it'll have. So yeah. that'll, that'll, be, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, certainly. Um, and just quickly, in terms of, like, the government attitude potentially changing, there have been reports, sort of not confirmed, but in the media, that the government is going to set up a task force um, mm-hmm. Like a kind of Taisaku Hombu countermeasures headquarters, I guess would be right. like a liter- literal translation, but um, headed by the PM. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this will lead to similar task force being set up in, you know, in different prefectures, sort of regional right, right, prefectural right. task forces under the, under the overall um, command of this national task force. And that that mm. apparently is a kind of step toward um, declaring a state of emergency, right? You know, because right. Then well, these, uh, yeah. Hokkaido, yeah. which is the the northernmost uh, prefecture, yeah, because uh, they they had a state of emergency, right? Yeah, For yeah, yeah, like, a, like a week, a week or two, but yeah. then they, uh, <laughs> it, it, I think, it already expired, and <laughs> yeah, like right, oh, yeah. everything, everything's good. Yeah, it's Nothing not really to see clear, here. is it? It's, yeah, I don't. I, I, well, I mean, like, regardless of whether it's the Japan or, or the U.S. or yeah, or the U.K. or the rest of Europe, like it's, this thing's just a fucking shit show, man. Like, no one, no yeah. one knows what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and also apparently the government is likely to expand bans on entry to Japan. To people from eighteen European countries and Iran, as well. I don't oh, know. really? And well, and they're yeah. they're also saying that um, uh, mm. like you, like the the foreign ministry, it's like don't leave the country. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Again, it's kind of like it's like unless you have to. You know. Yeah, it's like well, shit. I bought my ticket. I can't cancel it. I guess I have to. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, like, there's no... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It will be interesting to see how the situation develops in Japan in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm, you know, hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, fingers crossed it will be the case that the rumours about Japan under-reporting the numbers of cases are unfounded and that, you know, it turns out. Yeah, for I don't know. I I, I got a feeling out. that um mm. that they are just underreporting it. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it just doesn't make any any, any sense. Yeah, because, yeah. Because, because you you know we've both worked um, mm. in Tokyo, mm. and and taken the train in the morning. Mm. Oh yeah, those things yeah. Are, are packed. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like if one person has it on that train, then like everyone has it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yep. 
there's also in terms and, of yeah you know the working culture you've got people staying late in the office holding lots and lots of meetings you know mm-hmm. for no reason mm-hmm. other than holding a meeting going yeah. out to drink mm-hmm. in like we said these kind of packed back alley bars you know which is a yeah. kind of staple yeah. of japanese drinking culture so I don't yeah, know. Like, it, would, I, it just mm. it just doesn't add up to me anyway. That yeah. like yeah. such such a, a city like Tokyo can have yeah so few cases. Like it Exa- just does, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean the only other country where it seems like they've managed to almost control it quite well it appears to be Korea, but from what I understand yeah. mm-hmm. from reading articles, and it's just based on my own limited understanding, but. It appears mm. that Korea has been very uh, strict with testing and tracing, like the lines of transmission. Oh, okay. You know, and being very quick to put those, you know, try and sever those lines of transmission and control the virus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the point where there have been complaints about it um, infringing on people's privacy. You know, whereas right. Japan, if but anything, shit, it looks like it's working, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, as you say, it would be unusual or sort of... I'm not sure why it wouldn't be spreading in Japan, but... It, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I mean, I think um, mm. Japan and the U.S. have a, the similar philosophy of, uh, well, if you don't test, you don't got any cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, to me, anyway, that seems like what's going on. Yeah. Oh, well... Shall we move on to another story? Because I'm sure listeners have probably heard about all the coronavirus news they can take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move, let's move it along then. All right. So I was reading in the news, scrabbling around for little bits of news unrelated to coronavirus. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to find nowadays. I can tell you that much. Yes, sir. But I did find that there has been an increase in the number of people arrested for flying drones without permission in japan in japan so Mm, in the past one year or sorry in 2019 um 115 people were arrested in 111 cases so presumably some cases there were multiple people arrested but for flying Uh drones uh in um areas where they were not allowed to do so this was so what, in- like, like near an airport, that kind of thing? Exactly, yeah. We'll get onto that, mm. some of the specific restrictions, because it's a little bit interesting. But this was an increase of 31 people compared with the previous year, um, okay. which is quite large if you think about it, almost like a sort of 30% increase or so. Right, right, right. Also, it's a shame whenever you see it reported in this way, but it does seem true that, you know... Almost half of the people arrested, 51 people, were foreigners. So, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the highest nationality among those, among foreigners, was Chinese, with 19 of those 51 people. And then after that uh-huh, was the US, uh-huh. with seven of those 51 people were US uh, citizens. Right, right, right. So, in order to combat this, the police are working on creating posters in English, which will surely. Which will surely put an end to it, wouldn't you think? Oh yeah, certainly. <laughs> um, uh, although, uh, granted, uh, yeah. the other—I forget—I think last year when I mm. went to 
uh, visit family back back uh, back home in the U.S. Um, mm. On my way back, yeah, the, there it was pretty prominently displayed. There was a poster saying, um, mm. "Don't no fly drones." Drone. Yeah, was this in um, was this in the airport that you saw that poster? Yeah, yeah, in uh, like yeah. in the, uh, right by the baggage pickup at uh, Haneda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it they mentioned a, they that a, they were putting these posters up they had in a the big poster. Although, mm. uh, you know, I mean, it's good to to boost awareness. Um, mm. You know that that drone flying is not good. Um, yeah. In, in certain areas, yeah. but the poster it was very misleading, and I and I, I kind of left a bad taste in my mouth because yeah. it said that like you cannot fly drones in Japan. Like that's just yeah. straight up, and yeah. and that's that's just not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, there, there are rules, and you know, you can't fly in certain spots, and like, yep. you know, yeah. certainly, I mean, there's, there's rules you got to follow, but yeah, to 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 just say like make a blanket statement like that, yeah, I mean, I yeah. think it's kind of messed up. Yeah, I did think it's somewhat interesting that the article I read specifically mentioned creating these posters in English, whereas mm-hmm. the largest mm-hmm. nationality or the most number of people among the foreigners was Chinese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they figure that Chinese people can also yeah. read English. I mean, that's probably, although that's kind of a flawed, yeah, a flawed basis, but that's probably their reasoning. Right. I mean, just um, on a personal note, it always bugs me. It kind of um, rubs me the wrong way when I see posters that are like in English only or in Chinese only when it's, you know, saying don't litter or don't, you know, some other oh, sort of yeah, prohibition yeah. implying almost that Japanese people don't do those things. Right, right. Well, I, and that's that's yeah. how the, the drone poster was, too. Yeah. I mean, that's just I, I a personal it was, bugbear. It was but. English only, yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, so apparently of these 115 people that were arrested, or of the, or maybe it's of the 111 cases, but 54 of those cases were for, you know, taking photos of their holidays and or filming for their holiday memories. Mm. And 34 of those were just to practice flying the drones. So mm-hmm. I wonder what mm. the rest were. Do you think any were for spying? Uh, yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. Could well be. Eh? You know, like flying a drone outside a military you know, that, base or something. Or or, or the, the cute girl that lives next door. Oh. You know, <laughs> fly a drone outside her window. <laughs> like, I can seriously see someone doing that. Yeah, yeah, certainly, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, so you mentioned before, like, you know, how it's not true to say that you cannot fly a drone in japan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because you can if you if if you follow the law follow the rules yeah exactly the problem is that a number of different laws come into effect and cover drones in different ways including the civil aeronautics aeronautics act uh I'm not sure right. of the official translation of this law but it's something like the small unmanned devices flying law the mm-hmm, road traffic mm-hmm. act the civil code the radio act and other ordinances like local ordinances yeah 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 but basically when you kind of put them all together and look at the sum total of what is not allowed 
You've got you cannot fly around airports. Right. You also cannot fly around the National Diet Building, the Cabinet Office, foreign right, embassies, so national security type places. Exactly. And mm. also US military bases. Yeah, man, we'll shoot your ass down, dog. <laughs> yes, sir. Um it says also you can't fly in a in a sort of residential area. I think the wording in the law is like in an area where there's lots of people's houses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's quite interesting. Well, you, I'll, I'll, although, yeah. um, be, because I mm. I own I own a drone. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I, I've I've flown it a couple times. Um, Dude, so 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 I I looked into this as well. Are you among the number of cases that have been arrested? Yeah, I, I was. I'm, I was uh, peeping on the the girl next door. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> you were twenty of those hundred or so cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah. a lot of these rules. Okay, yeah. well, so like the airport thing. Yeah. And like the military thing, yeah. and like you know, national security. I mean, that applies to all, yeah. like all drones. Yeah, yeah. But. In Japan, if your drone is less than two hundred grams, yes, yeah, yeah, then I mean, aside from those mm. restricted airspace type places, you can mm. fly it anywhere you want. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, yeah, so it, it's it, it's funny because the drone I got weighs one hundred ninety nine grams. Really? Did they do that on purpose? Do you yeah, think? they did it on purpose. Yeah, DJI yeah. made a drone like yeah on purpose, and 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 uh, and I think part of the reason why. Mm. Um, there have been, I guess, there's a relatively large number of arrests mm. for people from other countries. Mm. Is I think in most other countries, at least in the U.S. and and China, from what mm. I read, mm. the the weight limit is 250. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And so the the drones that DJI sells in the other markets yeah. weigh 249 grams. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So people that have those, yeah, they fly them in Japan, and then they get in trouble. Yeah, one of the other things I read about why it might foreigners might be more at risk of falling foul of the related laws was because technically, I think your drone is supposed to have a a sort of certificate of like technical compliance with the radio laws, you know, because otherwise, like the radio waves that you use to control it could, in theory, interfere. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. And, uh, you know, if you buy a drone in Japan, it will automatically just have this. Or not automatically, but, you know, people, mm-hmm, companies mm-hmm. selling drones in Japan will make sure that their drones are compliant with these, right, these laws. Right, so they right. will have, like, kind of sticker of compliance or whatever you call it. Yeah. Whereas other countries might, drones sold in other countries might not have these uh, mm-hmm. certificates of compliance or, or, you know, kind of stickers of compliance. Yeah. And, and just to be clear, too. Um, yeah. Most drones, like like you know, higher end drones, weigh yeah. a lot a lot more than two hundred two hundred fifty grams. Um, oh, do they? So this is quite yeah, yeah. small drones. Yeah, I mean two hundred. Yeah, two hundred two fifty. I mean these are pretty. They're pretty lightweight. Um, yeah. And, also, and yeah, and and the other countries too. Like you, mm. you're like you need a certificate or yeah, you know, whatever the case may be, and those only apply in the country that you bought it. Yeah, or the country where you live, I guess. Yeah. So that's probably another reason why people might uh, run yeah. afoul of the laws. Yeah. The um, 
Also as well, what I read is that you can't fly it above 150 meters in the air. And it has to Correct, also yeah. be like visible, kind of the... Yeah, you need to have a line of sight at all times. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Although that's it's kind of bullshit because like I've taken yeah. my drone and I've yeah like flown it up to like uh, one fifty. Dude, you're right uh, on the edge. Well, because you because you, you can set it in the app. Oh really? To like to like have a ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, like and, and when it goes that high. Yeah. Like you, like you can't you can't see it because it's so Got small. Yeah, it's 150 meters too high. Yeah, so like, you know, technically I do have line of sight, but I can't see my drone anymore. I I, I can see it. I can see the video feed, Mm, obviously, mm, you know, being being sent to my phone from the drone. But I can't actually see the I can't physically see the drone itself. Yeah. The So, uh, So that's kind of one of those bullshit things they just throw in there, but it's not really possible to follow it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Dude, you gotta be careful because if you do get nabbed by the police, you could face a fine of up to five hundred thousand yen. Damn! About I wonder how, like, what actually happens? Because that's the maximum, right? Presumably. That's the maximum. Yeah, yeah. And they're more likely to enforce stricter punishments, i.e., closer to the limit. Um, in cases when people are being repeatedly arrested for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. breaking this law, not right, you know. right, right. So presumably it would be a, a very small fine, or you'd let off, be let off with a caution if, um, you know, if it's like your first time offence, and, and and unless you're mm-hmm, doing something really mm-hmm. stupid, like you said, like flying over an airport or something. That yeah, 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 yeah. You know, causing a lot of disruption. The um, also as well. The MLIT, the Ministry of Land Infrastructure and Transport, I guess, right? Yep. Their website does have guidelines about flying drones, and two other places they actually mention in those guidelines are highways and Shinkansen, Hmm. the bullet train, sort of, you know, tracks and around the trains. Right. So we've got to watch out for those as well. Well, I'll make sure to stay away from those. Yes, sir. But in theory, yeah. what do you think about this? In theory, uh, I believe that in Japan, if you own land, the ownership of that land extends above the land and below the land, if that makes uh, sense. Yeah, mm-hmm, I, I think so, yeah. So in theory, if you don't have permission from the land owner whose land you're flying over, couldn't mm-hmm. they get you on some sort of trespassing charge? Yes, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, you know, they, they can't, yeah. If it's private land, which... But that would include a lot of tourist sites and other places that people might want to film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the only places I've ever flown yeah. mine are, like, yeah. around my house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fine, yeah. obviously. And, like, in parks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and even then, like even parks, I mean, it's kind of a gray area. Yeah, yeah. Because because I check because it varies by like city and prefecture and yeah on whether or not because some prefectures and cities have just an outright ban on flying drones in parks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where, where I live, it's it's okay, but yeah, if like if you're and it's it's another one of those like 
wishy-washy Japanese things where it's like, but if you're causing trouble, we may, yeah. we may, you know, tell you to tell you to stop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so worst case, you know, like I get, I get an angry guy telling me to stop basically. Yeah. Um, have you had any personal sort of, not you flying, but have you had any personal issues with drones causing you nuisance or anything like that? No, I don't think I've ever. Yeah. I, I've never seen anyone flying a drone except myself. Really? I've seen that, yeah, I've seen that yeah. a couple of times. I've seen a couple of people at ski resorts. And also, last summer, I climbed a mountain and, you know, camped at the top and then got up very early for the sunrise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then went to the summit to see the sunrise very early in the morning, like half four or five in the morning. And there was this buzzing sound. It sounded like a a swarm of angry bees. Yeah, and angry was, bees. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is that? And then I looked around and saw there was a drone in the sky. I didn't really mind. Mm-hmm. You know, it was obviously one of the other people seeing the sunrise. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, once I knew what it was, it wasn't it was a bit unsettling at first. But uh, it, yeah, it wasn't any bother once I knew what it was. Yeah, I think uh, I think part of the reason why uh, I I've personally not seen any is because I live yeah. in an urban area. Yeah, yeah. And I th- I think in a sense the Japanese government has done a very good job of yeah. discouraging people from yeah. buying and operating drones because yeah. like unless you unless you do your homework it just looks like yeah just looks like you're asking for trouble if you buy a drone. Yeah, yeah. So people are just kind of, yeah, they're not buying yeah. them in, in urban areas. Yeah, so any, you know, I think they are increasing in popularity generally, aren't they, around the world, you know, drones. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. People yeah. who are thinking of bringing their drone with them to Japan and catching some cool footage to remember their trip by. Not saying it's impossible, but just saying you've got to be just a little bit careful, you know. Yeah, just do your homework and mm-hmm. don't believe the signs in the airport saying that you can't fly drones in the country. You yeah. can. You just, you just got to be uh, be informed, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Right. Well, um, I guess we do one more quick one and then, uh, then yep. call it. That sounds good to me. Let's see. Uh, well, this one it's not too Japan specific. Mm. Um, well, I mean, I mean, it is. So I guess we'll just go ahead and do it. Um, yep. So NTT Docomo. Oh yeah. Which is, is the uh, yeah the my... largest cell phone provider. Yeah. In Japan, they they launched their five G. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. 5G is here. And um, it's, uh, it goes without saying that no one yeah. really gives a shit. <gasps> Dude, are you not excited? Uh, 5G, I mean, it, it's, a, it's the biggest, like, wet fart in history, man. 5G. Yeah. Yeah. There's just nothing. I, I don't know. Yeah, there's a, the, a guy at one of the newspapers. He, yeah. Uh, he said he bought the phone. Yeah. And the only place where he got 5G service was at the Docomo store. Yeah, yeah. 
where yeah. the, where they have like an antenna like right in the middle of the store and then uh he, yeah. he said the minute he stepped outside it went back to 4g yeah 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 well yeah as you said you know ntt docomo they had this list of 150 locations where they would provide 5g right but mm-hmm. it does include places like the inside of the stores and inside office buildings and things like <laughs> yeah, that. It's like, like you get service inside the store. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I read an interesting article on this. Just want to kind of credit the article because, you know, a lot of the information I read about this was from this particular article. It was on Engadget by this guy called Tsutsumu Ishikawa. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, his impression, he was saying, was that the, you know, the major operators, SoftBank, KDDI, and NTT Docomo, who have all sort of announced plans and either announced in SoftBank's case and started in KDDI and NTT Docomo's case, but they all seem very unenthusiastic, Yarukinai in Japanese, about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 5G. What does that? Do you agree with that assessment, or do you? What do you think? I think so because yeah I don't know like the um Mm. uh, like there's no content yeah 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 you know it's like okay I can download a movie in 10 seconds Mm. instead of one minute Mm. yeah yeah but like I don't yeah you know it's like okay yeah just from a personal perspective yeah I mean my you know, for me, so if the inter- once the internet is good enough to stream YouTube videos and stream mm-hmm. music, which it is on 4G, then oh yeah, yeah, I don't need anything faster than that. You know, file download speeds don't bother me. Like you said, it doesn't matter if I have to wait one minute or even ten yeah, minutes. And, you know, yeah, and and the thing is, like, because yeah. you know, like you said, like everybody, like we're streaming. Right, it's yeah, not like I'm yeah. downloading the whole file yeah. first, yeah, and then watching it, yeah. It's like I'm streaming it, so it yeah. doesn't really. Yeah, uh, what do you think about the idea? A part of the buzz is that this will be a lot better for things like online gaming and things. So even though people yeah. like us mm. might not necessarily care so much, there will be some people that care. What do you think about that assessment? Well, I, like certainly, it's you know faster is is better. I yeah, mean, there's no doubt about that. But yeah. I, you, know, you people already have fast internet at home. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. I'm not hardcore gaming outside yeah. my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I, I'm not. I, I'm not, I just don't see. I just don't see it. Like yeah. like what like what real benefit is this going to provide? Yeah, yeah. The um I read that you know, we mentioned like how disappointing it is that the area is so small. I mean the SoftBank mm. area is initially only around like Tokyo Station and Yurakucho station. Apparently yeah, which that's is it. Yeah. like right in the center of Tokyo. Um but uh, apparently what I read is that there's kind of technical reasons why it's so difficult for them to offer 5G on like a wide, in a wide area because. Uh, yeah, some, because the, the yeah. wavelength is so high that yeah. it, like even if there's like a tree mm. in between you, yeah. you can be staring at the antenna. Yeah. 
and and you'll have 5G and then if if you step behind like a tree between you and the antenna then it drops back to 4G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I read also that depending on the sort of spectrum that they use or the waves that it can interfere with or it can be interfered with by satellite transmissions from space mm-hmm, and stuff, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um which can result in unreliable coverage. But I also read that so, you know, that's going to cause major issues for NTT Docomo and presumably SoftBank's coverage. But uh, I read that KDDI is somehow going to be able to use bandwidth that is allocated to the 4G at the moment for 5G. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and this will, and they're hoping to be able to, using this method, to cover 90% of the population by... During this year, by the end of 2020? Yeah, I think that's similar to the approach that uh, in, in the US, yeah. uh, I believe, uh, T-Mobile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is taking that approach. Yeah, DSS, which, Dynamic Spectrum Sharing. Yeah, um, maybe. I'm not too yeah. familiar with the uh, with the uh, the actual technology, but... Yeah. Yeah, uh, basically, you know, the, the coverage will be good. Yeah. But then the trade-off is the speeds are slower. Yeah, I wanted to ask you. So do you, because yeah. I wondered, does this mean that basically it's going to say 5G, but it's actually more like 4G? What do you think? Yeah, it's, yeah it's more like 4.5G. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not very optimistic about 5G prospects. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Like it's like it's yeah. gonna take years for it to be anywhere close to the kind of coverage we get now with four G. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was sort of um you know, when I read some of the headlines about com- these companies are announcing their five G plans and the prices are quite reasonable. You know, KDDI and SoftBank I think is an additional one thousand yen to your price. So like ten dollars yeah. a month. Well, the reason it's so reasonable is because, you know, no one will be able to get reception. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is the thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So now yeah. I'm thinking, well, basically, I'll not bother. What? When do you think it will reach the deep in the mountains of Nagano? Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe, hopefully by the time we retire. Dude, dude, I was super excited to get to get 5G. No, no, not going to happen. Oh, man. Do you have any thoughts about devices on which to use 5G? So what I read is says Galaxy S20, Aquos 5, uh, R5G, Xperia 1.11 or 1.2 or 1.ii. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and potentially, also potentially, a new iPhone in September, but... Recent yeah, we're on the street suggest- is they're going to push it back, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. But do you have any thoughts about, you know, because I kind of need to get a new smartphone, really. I'm still on my old iPhone 6 and I've been, the screen mm. is cracked and I've been thinking I need to get a new one. Uh, you're, you're one of those guys. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> cracked screen, iPhone 6, keeping it real. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, do you have any suggestions? Is it worth me getting a, a 5G compatible device or should I just not bother at this point? Well, I would say yeah. if you if you can, I mean, you've already waited this long, right? Yeah. So just wait until the five G iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And that way, you, even if yeah. you can't really use its 5G capabilities, like you're you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. My with I don't want to annoy the army of Apple fanboys that listen to this podcast. I'm sure, but in recent years, I have becoming been becoming less and less a fan of Apple, and I've been thinking I would like to switch to a different smartphone. But uh, well, well, because yeah, I recently switched from yeah. Android to Apple. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, man. Yeah. At risk of sounding like a corporate shill, but uh, it, it just it just works. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like my best like anecdotal example. Yeah. Is um, so so my the old lady. Yeah. Has a Galaxy S eight or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, we she wanted to print something like from her phone. Yeah. And so we got this like Wi-Fi printer at home. Yep, that's good. Just connect to the Wi-Fi and, and like, it'll work, surely. And like she just like it just wouldn't work. Really? And it's like, oh, you got to download like the Epson app. And it's like, okay, download the Epson app. And then like it looks like it connected, but then like it would like just disconnect or yeah, yeah. Like it was just like it was all weird. And then I was like, okay, well let me try this. So I, I pull out my phone. Yeah. And I have Did a, it work? a I have a, a 10s Max. Yeah. And then, like, literally, like, 30 seconds, like, I just... Press and that's including including the time to, like, take it out of my pocket and unlock my phone. Oh, man. Yeah. And I just, like, I hit print, and it was it was done. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll stick with iPhone for one more cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Just quickly, just before we wrap up. Yep. So, I've been reading on Facebook, lots of people commenting about the health effects of 5G, including, you know, do you think 5G might be causing coronavirus? Well, you never know. It might be a Chinese plot. Yeah. It could yeah. be a part of an Illuminati plan to control the population. What do you think about that? Well, maybe we shouldn't buy 5G iPhones then. Huh? <laughs> I read stay also, away. I read that... When they, you know, again, this is all on Facebook, but uh, when they do introduce a vaccine, in inverted commas, to, you know, finally get rid of coronavirus, that it will actually include chips put in by Bill Gates to control people. All right, now now you're just talking crazy. <laughs> yeah. There does seem to be some people... You know, saying that 5G might have ill effects on people's health. But listeners, rest assured, there seems to be no proof whatsoever of any of that. Yeah, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. All right, well, I guess yeah. we'll, uh, we'll wrap this one up then. Sounds good. So, um, yeah, as always, you can find us on, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Username is Real Japan Guys. Yep. Uh, you can find us on our website at thereal.jp. Yep. And you can also email us at mail at thereal.jp. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, that was our fun filled coronavirus podcast. Yep. And uh, presumably next week we'll 
Might be more the same, but we'll do our best to find uh, non-virus related news. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting harder and harder, yeah. Because the news is taken over by uh, coronavirus virus related yeah. stories. But we'll see what we can pull together, so join us again yep. next week. Yep. And we'll uh, see you then. Goodbye, listeners. All right, bye-bye. <laughs>